Hello, it's July 23rd, 2019. This is Future Vision. Thanks for listening. Hey, have you heard? We all may be going back to the future. Unfortunately, it won't be while riding in a DeLorean. Using a quantum computer, physicists have figured out how to reverse time, at least on the smallest of scales. The second law of thermodynamics essentially states that hot things get colder over time as energy transforms and spreads out from areas where it's most intense. Although it's not a hard rule, more of a guiding principle of the universe, it explains why a piping hot mug of cocoa will soon cool down and why you can't unscramble an egg. It's also the rule, as far as we can figure out, that tells us why we can perfectly remember the last episode of Future Vision but have no recollection of next week's shows. However, researchers from the United States and Russia joined forces to attempt to break, or at least bend, that universal rule. Now, I ain't going to try and pretend I'm some sort of quantum scientist who understands how all this works, but the article I read about this on sciencealert.com explains it like this. Electrons can be considered information that occupies a space. Their details are defined by the Schrodinger equation, which represents the possibility of an electron's characteristics as a wave of chance, and not whether or not a cat's dead, which the Big Bang Theory led me to believe. Let's imagine a uh, pool table, but the pool hall is saving money and turn the lights off. You start with the information, a cue ball in your hand, and then send it rolling across the table. The Schrodinger equation tells you that the ball is somewhere on the table, moving at a certain speed. In quantum terms, the ball is everywhere on the table, rolling at every different speed, some being more likely than others. If you were to reach out your hand and grab the ball to pinpoint its location, you're now not sure of how fast it was going. You could also gently brush your finger against it and confidently know its velocity, but where it went? Who knows? There's one trick you could use, though. A split second after you send that ball moving, you can be fairly sure that it's still near your hand moving at a high rate. In one sense, the Schrodinger equation predicts the same thing for quantum particles. Over time, the possibility of a particle's position and velocities expands. However, Schrodinger's equation is reversible, says material scientist Valerie Vinokur from the Argonne National Laboratory in the U.S. Mathematically, it means that under a certain transformation called complex conjugation, the equation will describe a smeared electron localizing back into a small region of space over the same time period. It's as if your cue ball was no longer spreading out in a wave of infinite possible positions across the dark table, but rewinding back into your hand. In theory, there's nothing stopping it from occurring spontaneously. 
you need to stare at 10 billion electron-sized pool tables every second throughout the entire lifetime of our universe to be able to see it once, though. At least, that's all according to Vinicor, quoted in the Science Alert article, so I'm going to take his word for it. Vanacour and his team used the undetermined states of particles in a quantum computer as their pool ball and some clever manipulation of the computer as their time machine. Each of these states, or qubits, were arranged into a simple state which corresponds to a hand holding the ball. Once the quantum computer was set into action, these states rolled out into a range of possibilities. By tweaking certain conditions in the computer's setup, those possibilities were confined in a way that effectively rewound the Schrodinger equation deliberately. To test this, the team launched the setup again as if kicking a pool table and watching the scattered balls rearrange into the initial pyramid shape. About 85% of trials based on just two qubits, this is exactly what happened. On a practical level, the algorithms they used to manipulate the Schrodinger equation into rewinding this way could help improve the accuracy of quantum computers. Finding ways to push the limits of such physical laws on the quantum scale just might help us better understand why the universe flows like it does. So I guess actually being able to travel back to the 60s and check out Woodstock uh, isn't going to happen anytime soon. And in my opinion, and, and I know this is a hot take here, but I don't think uh, time travel will ever really exist. If it was possible, wouldn't we know by now, right? Like, let's say a thousand years from now, some dude makes a working flux capacitator. What's to stop them from going back to the Stone Age and naming themselves God Emperors, right? Well, un unless you need the time machine to exist in the time frame that you're heading back to, I guess that could make sense. I don't know. That's a little beyond my pay grade. But uh, hey, great news! NASA is planning a mission that could make you a multi-billionaire with a capital B. It's so generous of them, isn't it? We'll talk about how you might become stinking filthy rich in just a moment, but first, some dude's going to try to cross the English Channel on a jet-powered hoverboard. Frankie Zapata, a former jet ski champion and French military reservist, who has become known as the Flying Soldier after wowing the crowds during France's Bastille Day last week, is planning the crossing for Thursday, which will mark the 110th anniversary of the first ever cross-channel airplane flight. Now, I just watched some of the uh, Bastille Day footage on YouTube, and I gotta say, it is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Like, the guy is actually pretty high up on this thing, speeding around super quick. It reminds me a lot of the Hobgoblins glider, if you're nerdy enough to catch that reference. Zapata says it will be a pretty challenging flight and estimates a 30% chance of success making the 20-minute crossing. Frankie will be making two stops to fuel his flying machine instead of the three stops he originally planned. 
The third stop was nixed by authorities, saying it was too dangerous to take a break in the middle of one of the world's busiest shipping lanes. Zapata says this will make the trip ten times more difficult, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the side of the authorities here. That sounds fair. It sounds fair. We'll update you on whether or not he makes it on Friday. You know how everybody loves billionaires? Well, great news. The world is predicted to have its first ever trillionaire in the next 25 years. And those extra zeros are expected to come mainly from asteroid mining. The giant mountains of rock flying around in space are mostly divided into three categories based on what they're primary composed of. C-types, which are the most common, are made up by a large amount of carbon. S-types have a silicose or stony composition. And the rarest of the main three types are the M-type, which have solid metallic cores. Those are the ones space geeks are really excited about. There is particular interest in Psyche-16, the largest known of the M-type asteroids at 225 kilometers in diameter and is made up of an estimated 700 quintillion U.S. dollars worth of rare earth metals including vast amount of gold and platinum. 700 quintillion. That would be enough to give 93 billion to every person on Earth. Of course, getting that gold may be a bit of a problem since it's sitting in the asteroid belt beyond Mars. However, NASA has announced an audacious plan to study the rock. They will be launching a satellite there in 2022. Now, NASA isn't necessarily interested in the monetary value of Psyche, but more the scientific value. It's believed that the asteroid may be the remnant core of a planet. Therefore, studying it would reveal a great deal about planet formation during the early solar system and the magnetic properties of rocky worlds like Earth. Now, obviously, the enthusiasm towards space mining may be a bit premature. We'll need to build up quite a bit of infrastructure in space before we even get close to it. But if there's gold in them hills, you better believe that somebody will come along to dig it up. And Future Vision will be here to cover it. Thanks for listening.